Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be discussing the trailer for Season 7 of Game of Thrones, and we will be discussing in-depth Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, Carlos. Um, you know, I got a new phone. For those of you guys who don't know the situation, <laughs> I, you had it last episode, and I just didn't notice. So I really did, but I wanted to mention it because you just noticed yesterday night. We went to Walmart. <laughs> Carlos was like, "Hey, man, you got you got a new phone? Congrats, man!" I'm like, "Dude, I've had this for like." Three or four days now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does this mean you re-downloaded Slack? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Good, good, good. good, 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 good. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a trip, man. I mean, I had to reset my phone every time I wanted to use Movie Pass. My Regal app wasn't working. It was it was a mess. So I'm just glad I got it. I got it. Uh, I got a new phone. Yeah, my apps weren't even updating. Uh, you, they weren't updating at all. No, and then every, every time I would try to update it, it would just, like, my the app would just freeze and I wouldn't be able to use it, so I'd have to, like, unupdate it <laughs> just <laughs> to use um, it. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, it, we don't, this is, a, this feels like we're getting into the summer shows now. Yes. We're doing, like, a spoiler review for a big blockbuster movie, right? And we're talking about Game of Thrones in some fashion. Obviously, we're not all the way there yet. Screw you, HBO, for making us wait until July. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to be talking Game of Thrones again for a little, even if it's just the trailer, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, I think one of our, you know, probably one of our first episodes, we started doing Game of Thrones recaps. Yeah. And it's going to be almost a year. I think it's like a year now. Um, almost a year. That the Screen Fellows podcast was created, so it's kind of crazy how oh, we're yeah. going to be diving back into that. Actually, um, if you go back and listen to um, the last episode, the final episode of the Thick Skull Big Brain podcast, which is a spinoff podcast that we have on this feed, um, they actually talked about that. They talked about kind of the first year of Screen Fellows and their favorite moments and things like that, and they also uh, made a big announcement. Should we talk about that? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, the the last episode of the Thick Skull Big Brain podcast will have been out for a little bit. So, um, I guess we should address it, you know? Yeah, I mean, go ahead. All right. So, uh, we are sad to announce, or not announce because they announced it already, but we are sad to kind of talk about freely now that Bob and Miles are both leaving the Screenfellas team. Um, it's not with any, like, animosity or anything it's not like we fired them or like they're like we quit or anything like that um miles who is the head of video production um kind of had a change of life direction he decided he wanted to switch up his major and he decided he was going to stay home in california and um he also changed his major to something completely unrelated to what we're doing here at Screenfellows. so it just didn't make too much sense for him being out in california and changing to a different major for him to stick stick with us and you know it just didn't make too much sense for him 
um, which is fine. Uh, and we have Enrique here, who was our video production assistant. He helped with editing, did a lot of the top 10 videos, all the top 10 videos. So Enrique will be taking over the video side of things on YouTube. Um, so we got that covered. We're good there. And then Bob is also leaving, and him, with him it was more of a situation of he just wanted to focus on other things, focus on school. He's got a new job coming up um, in August, I believe. So, yeah, it. they did discuss all this. They talked about their reasoning why in more in-depth. But, yeah, we just, I, I think we need to address it because, I mean, we wouldn't be where we are without Bob and Miles. Um, and, yeah, it kind of sucks that they're going, but, I mean... It's not like they're going forever or anything. I mean, I've already told Bob, like, we'll definitely have you on for a Game of Thrones episode or two, you know? Um, and I know I've already talked to Miles about when Better Call Saul ends. We'll be talking about Better Call Saul on this show. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, these people, those two individuals have gotten us to where we are now, like Carl has said. And we wouldn't be where we are without them. So, um, it's sad to see, it, to see him go, but they'll always be a part of the team. They're always welcome back. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, it kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. We, hey, maybe we have some openings. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, Anybody who want to run over. the social media <laughs> because it's a pain and Bob did all of that. <laughs> um, but it's all right. I, I will take over that for now. Um, we'll see where that goes. But I don't know. Yeah, so I guess let's talk about some Gatons. There's no easy transition out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's talk about uh, that Game of Thrones Season 7 trailer. Um, this thing looks action-packed, which is what you'd expect with um, a shorter season of this show. But I still have some nerves about it. Even concerning action and maybe lack thereof. I'll talk. Do you want me to talk about my biggest concern walking away from this trailer? What? My biggest concern walking away from this trailer is Daenerys' storyline. Because, yes, she is crossing the Narrow Sea, but it looks like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like she lands on um, Dragonstone, right? Like, or, no, what's it called? Uh, the the Baratheon's home, like, the, the place that they were ruling, that Stannis was ruling from, right? It looks like that's where she landed. And I'm just kind of like, it, does, does this mean we're going to get a season where most of the season she's just sitting there... And she's off on that island right off the coast of Westeros, and she's not doing anything. Is that what we're going to get this season? And I know, yes, there's definitely looks like we have that one shot, that awesome shot of the Dothraki, and then the dragon riding over, <laughs> and that looks awesome. Um, but I am not going to lie, I'm a little nervous, just because, you know, is that going to be like the last shot, and then it's like, oh, season eight is going to be the season where... The big battle happens. I hope that's not the case. I hope it's just not. She's like, I'm here. This is my family's ancient home. And she just sits there. I really hope that's not the case. And that's what I'm nervous about. But everything, I mean, don't let me seem like I hated this trailer or anything. I loved this trailer. It was amazing. Um, we Again, it looks like we're going to get so much action. It looks like we're going to get all of these different storylines that we've been following and we're invested in are all going to kind of collide together. And I'm very excited to see it happen. I am very excited to see everything kind of come together. I do think that she is... I think the war is going to happen this season, though. I hope so. Because um, they have to deal with the White Walkers. They have to at some point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, and we see Jon Snow say... We hear his, his voice say, the Great War is here. So, my prediction 
is of the season, which I think has. I mean, there's been rumors flying around, and I'm I'm not just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and agree that Jon Snow and Daenerys are probably gonna meet by the end of the season. I do believe that just because Jon needs to talk to her about the Great War, and she's gonna be talking to him about okay, like well, I'm taking over. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I. But I mean, these are. These are situations that I feel like need to kind of come together now. I hope so. Um, I I could see them putting it off. I'm just trying to figure out what is the reason that they meet. Is it that John needs help securing the North, so he goes and Daenerys is already won, and she want and he wants to get her the new queen's help, or is it um, Daenerys struggles taking the Seven Kingdoms, so she recruits the help of, help of the North, so she needs John. I'm trying to figure out who needs whose help first. I think I think he already secured the North. Basically, he already did. He, he's already declared king of the North. Yeah. Um, the only problem is. So you uh, think Daenerys is going to need his help? I don't. I don't even think she'll need his help. That's what honestly. I'm trying to figure out. Why are they going to? She's going to. She's probably going to go over there to reestablish their relationship because she, their families don't necessarily have the best history together. You know no. what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's going to hear probably that, okay, uh, she's probably going to hear, okay, Jon Snow, who is the son of Ned, Ned Stark, is, is the king of the north. Mm-hmm. Okay, they declared it. So let me go over there and let me, let me talk, let me talk to him and let me say, hey, I'm not my father and I know you're not your father. You know, let's try to start a new relationship here where we can move forward. Okay. And become allies. Yeah. Because I mean, they, they generally both want the same thing. They generally both want to, um, be a good leader. They both want to help their people in the end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do think there's going to be, uh, you know, sort of a bit of alliance there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to be anything yeah. like where she needs him and like she needs him like as help or or he or he needs her help. Yeah, I think you're kind of heading in the right direction. Is something I wasn't even thinking about. Oh, by the way, we should have said this is how spoilers for seasons <laughs> one through six of Game of Thrones. I just be aware of that. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think you hit the nail on the head here, uh, because you're, you're right. He, he doesn't need her help really. Um, he, everybody declared him king in the north. And I think that the king part is what's going to cause them to meet because I mean, I know we all want all these storylines to clash, but I don't know if they necessarily will immediately. Like I know, I, that, I think that's where my mindset of, oh, one of them's going to need the other one's help and they're all going to come together and fight this. And I, I guess that's where my mindset's coming from. But you're right. These storylines have stayed separate and they probably will for a little bit longer. I think Daenerys is going to do her thing. She's going to have her battle with the Lannisters, take the South or whatever. And then she's going to realize there's someone in the North that has been declared king of the North. Um, not on my watch. I'm the queen of all of Westeros. And then it might be a situation where she goes down with the intent of conquering, but then John convinces her that, hey, we got a bigger problem and it's farther north. Uh, yeah, because I mean, he's going to tell her, hey, I mean, that's awesome that you took Westeros and we can talk about who rules the north when that comes. Um, but right now we have the the white walkers and and i mean she doesn't necessarily like i said she doesn't even need his help honestly she has three dragons she already has a lannister on her side she has the death rocky she has the she has slaver's bay basically 
the slavers of Slavers Bay also fighting for her. She has a lot of allies at this point. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that she necessarily needs John's help. I do think that the conflict that John will have, though, is with Littlefinger. I do believe that Littlefinger might meet his demise this season. <laughs> this is where I wanted to kind of check and see where you're at now. Because this is when we had our Game of Thrones extravaganza. With I believe Bob was on that episode, correct? Yeah. Okay. We had that discussion. It was after the season. Um, and I said something that you guys both basically were like, come on, you read that entire situation wrong. And I want to see if you are still in, the, still in that mindset or no, based on this trailer and based on just thinking about it. I said that it looks like Sansa is still kind of like under Littlefinger's influence. She, he gives her a look like John is being declared king right now. And it looked to me... Like, Sansa was, like, kind of, like, get, she's like, uh, yeah, I'm not loving this whole John is, like, the greatest thing ever. You know what's funny? I actually rewatched that scene last night before I went to bed okay. on YouTube. And what do you think? Um, I still, I still, I'll, I'll, I'm still sicking by what I said months ago. Or a year yeah, ago. Almost. Yeah, almost a year ago. <laughs> uh, I'm still sticking by it. Because she, you do see her smile for John. You do see her say, hey, you know, it's awesome. And then when she looks at Littlefinger... Her smile like goes away. Okay, so I think I think this is what's gonna happen. He may try to influence her. He needs trying, basically selling her on this pitch. Hey, you should be queen of the north. You should do this. You're the one who got um. You're the one who got the 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 knights. You know, you called me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he might try to convince her, and maybe just for for you know for an episode or so, she's like, hey, you know, I should be queen. But then I feel like she's gonna step back. She's gonna she's gonna get her head back and say, you know what? No, I shouldn't be. At the end of the day, John's the one who united these people together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she, for whatever reason, she did that. She held that secret away from him. Yeah. You know, and because I mean, people died because of because of her mistake, and she needs to realize that. So, um, that's my opinion on the whole thing. I think I, I still I still think that. She's she's still with like Littlefinger, and she's still kind of is she's there's some jealousy there. I think that that's there, and I think they were hinting at it, but maybe it's just me. I don't know. It's it, I think it is actually a decent topic of debate and discussion because I they do leave it kind of vague as to what she's thinking in that moment. She for me, she's thinking. Look, this is the closest. I don't know if anybody else is alive in my family, but he's the closest thing to family that I've got, and I want to make sure that he's okay. Mm -hmm. Because she knows Littlefinger. She knows what he's capable of at this point. She's seen it. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. when she looks at Littlefinger, she's like, okay, well, let me watch out for for John. Let me me look and let me, you know, talk to Littlefinger because I don't want John to get hurt. Mm -hmm. That's the closest to family that she has as, as far as she knows. You understand what I'm saying? So... I think she's looking at him saying, you know, looking at him saying, okay, like I have to be careful. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I think that there's a very strong possibility, and I would actually kind of love it if they kind of, if we have a couple of episodes where I'm coming on the podcast and I'm like, I'm telling you, I look at, like, I'm, I told you guys, look at all this. Like, he, him, and, her and Littlefinger are scheming together. And then at the last second, like in the last episode or whatever, she betrays him and she's been playing him the whole time. I could totally see that happening and I kind of wouldn't mind it, even though it would make me look like an idiot. Yo, I would love it. I would love it. Because that, and I would, that I would, would actually give you shut props. people up. That would finally shut people up about Sansa being useless and I hate Sansa. Everybody hates Sansa and I 
come on, give her a freaking break. She's been through the most out of any of them, other than <laughs> other than John, because you know he died. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, dude, are you kidding me right now? I mean, um, I mean, this man almost got killed. He saw the dead rise right before. That's pretty traumatic, and he dealt with it like it was the nothing. Thing about and how much Sansa's seen though. I mean, Sansa's seen a lot, and so has John. What's the other one's name? I freaking forgot what the other one, the the other sister's name. Arya. Arya, yeah. Arya has gone through a crap ton too. Well, that's true, but hers is more self-inflicted. She's like so ambitious that she gets herself into situations that it's. Just like, I mean, she's a kid, and she's still and she's still learning. Yeah. I mean, she got separated from her parents. She saw both. She basically saw her dad get executed, and mm-hmm. then she saw her mother get executed. Yeah. Do and you, her brother. Okay. I think Arya's gonna see. John and Sansa this season, but does she stick around or does she book it before they notice it's her or before, or even if they do realize it's her and they meet up with her, does she leave? I hope that she stays. I could see her leaving. I'm I'm very nervous about that because I want another one of those John Sansa meeting moments, You know, but I just don't know. I think Arya never liked Sansa, period. And yeah, but I mean, you can never like some like okay, and, know, and you and you see it I, I know, and you see it in the okay. With, same thing with with uh, Sansa. Yeah, Sansa never really liked Jon Snow, but she she realizes like when she goes to Castle Black, like this is the last person that I got. This is the last person that I know. But Arya is different because Arya wants. It seems like she wants to just do things on her own and take revenge. And, and she, but she's yeah. I feel like okay. First of all, she's really close to Jon. Mm-hmm. And we saw that. In That's true. One. That's the one thing season that makes one, okay? that gives him pause. Yeah. She, she. I feel like I feel like this is what's gonna happen. Okay. Basically, she's gonna go with him. She's gonna help in the Great War, but I feel like she's gonna leave after mm-hmm. because she, she's been around this whole entire time. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like she's still trying to find herself. You know, I feel like she's gonna try to find herself with John and with Sansa, but she trusts them enough. When she runs out of people to have revenge on, you're saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I feel yeah. like I feel like she's gonna join them. I do feel like she's gonna join them because this is a very important. Like, John is gonna speak to her and say, "Look, this is something way bigger than you. This is a bigger picture than just revenge on on dad and mom's uh, yeah uh, revenge." You know what I'm saying? It, this is a huge picture. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else from this trailer? I mean, we get a lot of quick flash. We don't exactly know what's going. I mean. I really almost hope, but I still think that um, uh, Cersei is a goner this season. Do you agree or no? Or do you yeah, I feel like I feel like Jamie Lannister is gonna take her life. I feel like he might. Yeah, I I kind of hope that that happens. And I feel I'm interested to see where him and um, I'm interested to see what Jamie says to Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, they have they have a lot. Obviously, they have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So, based on what you're saying, you kind to me, you kind of seem like you're of the mindset of we're gonna wrap up all of this kind of Westeros stuff, and the next season is going to be White Walkers. Basically, is that it your mindset? Has, it has to be. I mean, you only have 16 episodes left. No. Yeah, you're right. And seven. I mean, no, you, 15. Right. Yeah, fifteen to sixteen episodes left. So you, you know, I don't, and I'm pretty sure you're only trying to push out two seasons. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So where in the timeline, like where in this time space, are you going to find the time mm-hmm. to drag out the 13. war? 
with Cersei. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, drag out the White Walker. Like, how long are you planning to do that with? You know what I'm saying? So, it has to be season seven where they close, where they basically have to close out everything. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting see. It's going to be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I, I'm just so, like, it, it's throwing me off. It really is. Because um, you see Cersei's, ba- Cersei knows, basically. I know. There's enemies. All her enemies at this point have become one. Mm-hmm. And they're everywhere. Yeah. It's throwing me off because logically, and like if it was any other show, you would say you're right. It has to be this season. They wrap up everything with the Westerosi politics, and then next season, it's all about the White Walkers. If it was any other show, you would say that. But this is Game of Thrones, and they're not known for um, being very fast paced. <laughs> so that's why I'm just sitting here. They were fast paced last season. Yeah, to an extent. But I mean, have you ever said, okay, we're going to wrap up this story? Like, it just doesn't really happen with Game of Thrones. It's, I feel I, like, I feel like they kind of really don't have a choice. I, I mean, know. That's they, why, that's why it's weird they, for me. Cause I know they have to logically, they have to, but it's a Game of Thrones. So I just don't believe look, it. Look, unless they're trying to pull up nine seasons, which I'm not opposed to at all. <laughs> I am not opposed to nine seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Then sure. Okay, sure. But I feel like, cause I think you, I think they've basically already stated they're only gonna do two more seasons. Yeah. Two um, seasons, one, I, this is what I was trying to remember. I think it's like one of seven episodes, one of six, something like that. Yeah, I mean, again, like I mean, yeah. I, I mean, again, I mean, this is, this, that, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you're only trying to push up two more seasons and one season's shorter than the other, what, what are you gonna do? Like, you don't have that much time to yeah. close out everything. Um, so that's, that's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm yeah. trying to, to say. All right. Um, you want to move on to Pirates of the Caribbean discussion? Yeah. This is going to be a Pirates of the Caribbean franchise slash Dead Man Tell Tales discussion. Spoilers all around, people. Yes, yes, yes. Carlos, be you warned. Actually, you actually just got done watching the first one. Yes, I did. Um, again, last spoiler warning. <laughs> just last spoiler warning. <laughs> if you haven't seen these movies, you might want to check out. Um... Yeah, I did just watch the last one. I, well, I started it a while ago, and then I finished it the other day, and I started the second one, who which Ozzy lent me, because I couldn't find um, it for free on any streaming service. Um, but yeah, I, I we were talking about this before, and this will kind of lead into just Dead Man Telling Tales discussion. Barbosa is such a great villain. He really is in that first one. And that's the one, that's the biggest takeaway I took away, or the biggest takeaway I had from rewatching that first one is, man, Barbosa is an awesome villain. That's a great movie, that first one. It really is. Um, and every, the, the thing I like, I really like about the first one is, it, I believe it's like, no, it's, it's not on the shortest. It's actually pretty long. But it feels so tight. Everything feels coherent. And everything kind of bl- just meshes together. The storylines work together. There's not too many side stories. And the side stories that there are work. And they add to the main story. Unlike <laughs> Dead Men Tell No Tales. Um, <laughs> just sorry. Um, so, yeah. That, I really do did re enjoy the first one on re rewatch uh, or and barbosa is such a great villain he really impressed me and i was just like man what did they do to this character 
And he, when he dies in the first one, it's like, he is such a great villain. He is such a great kind of one movie villain. And then they bring him back. And I didn't hate him in, and he's briefly in the second one, but I didn't even hate him in the third one because as I mentioned to Ozzy, he's in my favorite scene in the entire franchise. Um, Will and Elizabeth's wedding scene. <laughs> and he's a big part of that scene. Um, so I didn't mind him in the third one. And then the fourth one, I did not like him in the fourth one at all. It just felt so forced to have him be like, oh, I'm part of the... And I get why he's there, but it just felt so forced. And then in this one, again, it felt forced because, again, he's like, for some reason, he's back to being a villain, but he's also like they wanted to keep the lovableness, the likability that they added to him in the third one, which I didn't mind. But then they also made him kind of more of a coward because, again, he's working with the Royal Navy. And I'm just like, I... No, he's not working with the Royal Navy on this one. He, he helps dressed. them. No, he doesn't. Who does he help? Oh, he helps the villain. My bad. Excuse me. Jeez. Uh, but again, he's working with... It's just... I, I don't know. His character what, what was I, all What I don't place. get is his costume design. Okay? Because at the end of the fourth one, we see him dressed in the classic Barbosa costume. He gets his hat back. He, he looks like Captain Barbosa. And you see that he's happy. We've seen him in the happiest he's ever been in the fourth one, right? Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand why they went to that specific costume again. I mean, he's not a part of the Royal Navy. I mean, again, you see him in the fifth one basically trying to spoil himself, but it's not the same Barbosa that we all know and love. Exactly. It's They changed it. And I just, again, I just don't think he needs to be in the, because they don't know what to do with him. And that's why. I mean, if they, I wouldn't have a problem with it him being in this franchise still if they actually gave him something interesting to do but i just don't feel like the only thing that they gave him really in this in this newest one is the fact that he has a daughter and it just felt so random just like adding that backstory at the last second i'm just like what is what he i don't know it just i hated that reveal i really did it was just like number one it felt so forced. Number it came two, out of nowhere. Yes, it comes out of nowhere. You, it basically, it happened around the same. It basically happened a little bit after World End, and it shrinks the world. <laughs> it really does. Because like, it's like, oh, this girl who just happens to be here is like just happens to be Barbosa's daughter, and he just happens to have been roped into the situation. It's just like, oh my. Gosh, I hated it. I really, oh, I, and you know, I loved her character and I loved that actress. Um, and then that reveal is just like, you ruined it. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have anything? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't mind giving Barbosa a daughter, but I mean, give me something. It, it was like a huge twist, but it wasn't like, you know, I love Pirates of the Caribbean probably more than anybody, but it's just. And I'm all for good twists, but this was like, I mean, it's a twist, I guess, but I mean, it's just random, like yeah. how? I don't know. It was it was really weird, and the fact that Jack knew about the mother, I was like, how the hell did you know? We were on a boat somewhere. Like what? The, like how did you know? I don't know. Um, I I don't get it. I don't get that whole thing. But I guess I guess it happened. Um, all right, you're the pirates <laughs> guy. Where do you want to take this whole discussion? I don't know, man. I mean, let's talk about Captain Salazar. I liked Salazar as a villain. Do I think he's the best villain? No. I think, for me, the best villain of the show, I mean, of the franchise, is probably Davy Jones. 
I need really, to rewatch those movies. I like especially digging. the second one because I I remember not loving the second one. I don't I don't dislike it. I just remember being like, eh, whatever. I really like I really love David Jones because for me he is probably the most one of the most tragic characters of all time. Just because just due to his history and due to his backstory, and you know he's trying to find his heart in the second one so that he doesn't die. Um, and then, and one of the first scenes in the third one, he says, get that, get that thing off my ship, off my ship and take it with you. So he's just a really tragic character. And I, it's like, it's like, he's, he's so far gone from who he was Mm -hmm. as a person. So, um, but we had the horribleness of Blackbeard of four. I was very disappointed in, 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 in the fourth movie because Blackbeard was supposed to be the most feared pirate of all time. And then we get him dying because Jack accidentally mixes the, the gauntlets or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, Davy Jones, epic battle. Captain Barbosa, epic battle. Blackbeard, my bad. I gave you the wrong gauntlet. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. If I had to go off the top of my head, because again, I'm rewatching these now, um, I would say Barbosa. But uh, again, I just watched the first one, so I've got a little bit of a bias there. But I wasn't the biggest fan of Salazar. I think he's fine. And I think Javier Bardem did the best he could with that character. I just, it, again, it was just a me versus Jack thing. And it kind of, and yeah, sure, he's a fine villain for Jack. But it, he wasn't a villain for the rest of the movie <laughs> until the very end. So I liked him because of his ruthlessness, and I wish we would have seen more of that. I think yeah. it was very. That's why I'm so disappointed in Barbosa because it's just like Barbosa is not a coward. Barbosa would have. It's not the Barbosa, the Barbosa that I know. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we get Salazar basically talking to Barbosa, he says, "Every time I tap my sword." Someone dies. Boom. Someone died. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. That was cool. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. And then he said, and then he's like, okay, give me till sunrise to find Jack. And he's like, okay, boom, 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 boom. Do whatever men you have left. And you, you just hear countless men dying. And I'm just like, this guy is no joke. And I'm disappointed with the fifth one when it comes to him because I really like that villain. He was just such a ruthless villain and you you can tell that the curse has changed him into a very ruthless person i mean he even killed um he already kind of was before i mean he was take i mean yes they're pirates but he was still taking them out ruth- yeah, I, mean, he was, I mean he was taking them out one by one but i mean you even saw him take out members of the, of the british uh royal navy yeah twice just for just for fun <laughs> so i mean it's like he was a very ruthless villain, and mm-hmm. I wish we would have seen more of that. I would have loved to have seen more of that, and I didn't really particularly like the ending scene with him having the trident in his hand and then him getting water and then like throwing Jack around. I would have liked to see an actual sword fight between the two. I mean, we got a little bit of that, which I was kind of excited for. You know, we yeah. see Jack kind of moving in between ships and, and whatnot, which I thought was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool action sequence, I, if I have to say. Yeah. But I would have liked to see them fight again. I mean, for me, I, when I think of Captain Jack Sparrow, Captain Jack Sparrow, sure, you know, he'll run. He, like, he'll run away, you know, he'll try to elaborate something. But at the end of the day, he's going he's going to fight back, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, he did that with Captain Barbosa, where he basically, he knew he, 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 knew he was going to die. So he took the thing, he took, a, he, he took the coin, of the, 
I forgot the I forgot the art the Aztec gold mm-hmm. uh, sliced it so he, that he can uh, he took it so he can basically die and basically be in the same par with Barbosa. That's pretty smart. And then Davy Jones, we see the whole second movie. He's trying to run away, trying to figure out a way for him to you know not uh, become a Dave, become a part of Davy Jones' ship for like a hundred years, basically. Right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't work out. He gets taken by the Kraken. Third movie comes back. You know, he goes to he goes to um, the meeting of the pirate lords, and then he ends up fighting Davy Jones. That's the Captain Jack Sparrow that I know. You know, he's always at the end of the day, no matter even if he doesn't want to, he's going to fight. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so disappointed in the fourth one, and I'm kind of disappointed in the fifth one because it's like the fourth one we don't really see him fighting. Yeah, and then the fifth one he fights. A little bit, it's improved, but it's not like, you know, he's not the one who takes out Salazar. Yeah. It's Barbosa. And Barbosa's been the one to basically, I mean, he basically was killed. I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to go as far as to say that Barbosa killed Blackbeard. Okay. Cause he, he, he killed him with that sword. Mm-hmm. He hit him with that sword. And then the only thing that really finished him off, he was going to die anyways. Jack just finished the job by accident. And then the, the, the freaking fifth one, Barbosa Jack hands Barbosa the sword, and then Barbosa jumps down and kills Salazar. Mm-hmm. So I'm just disappointed by what they've done with Jack's character. Yeah, I mean they turn him into a. He's been on a decline since. I mean, I guess the third one. Even in the third one, he does some weird stuff. I'm not even. You know how much I love the third one. I think it's the best one. Um, but I'm not the biggest fan of the Davy Jones locker scenes it was just that was weird <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> like um but he was there for a while carlos you're gonna get mad you're gonna i know but it was just weird point. and kind of annoying <laughs> but um anyway i have a i have a question just timeline and lore related i guess because i i had mentioned to you before about like some of the things that they just you could tell that they added it in later and that's an issue that's a that's a writing thing um but I, there's definitely some of those things, like the eye being one of the uh, pieces of eight, and like that one pirate is being so reckless with it the entire movie <laughs> in the first one. I'm just like, dude, this is like Barbosa told you to keep a hold of this, and he's like, oh, I get a new one, a glass eye, and I'm like, no, you won't. You're supposed <laughs> to hang on to that. Um, but anyway, just things like that. I do have a question though because I'm confused. All right, so we get all this backstory before the first one, where Barbosa basically started a mutiny against Jack, right? Yeah. Okay. So he was under Jack, right? He was like his first mate, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, how did both Jack and Barbosa have pieces of eight? Like they were both great pirate lords and they both had pieces of eight if Je- if barbosa at the time or even i guess after that time after the pieces of eight were a thing was under jack he wasn't a captain i mean he was though no he wasn't he was he was a first mate he was a first mate to jack and then he became captain after he caused a mutiny unless we're saying that the pieces of eight were established after the first one I'm just, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just a little thing where I'm like, well, this maybe, doesn't no, quite because, add up. I mean, because maybe he was a captain before the uh, before the Black Pearl. I guess. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, 
I, I'm going to go as far as to say that he was. And then Excuse he kind the of, dogs in the background. And then he found, and then he found the Black Pearl, and then he's like, "Yo, let me join your ship." Mm-hmm. And, he, and then he realized, okay, like, well, this ship is the best ship I've ever been on. Mm-hmm. So, like, let me take control of it. Let me. Call I guess. Me. So, I mean, that's what I'm going to say. I don't know. It's just I, mean, I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't, I don't know what it is. That's confusing, but um, like, just I don't know. That's like a random lore question. I and you answered it decently, so I, I get it makes sense. There's I mean, like, they never do give a solid backstory as to how that happens. I mean, but I'm yeah. gonna go as far as to say, like, I mean, the guy's been around. I mean, he's That's clearly true. a lot older than Captain Jack. How so, old I mean, are these guys? Because I mean, I feel like every movie they're like, it's been ten years, and I'm just like, how how old are they? Has it been ten years? What? Um, it's been it's been. I'm gonna go as far as it because Will and Elizabeth look young. That's right? true. So I'm just I'm thinking, okay, I'm and I'm, I, cause I was thinking, I'm like, damn. I mean, well, I mean, think about young. it. Okay, and from the third one, how long has it been from the third one to the fifth one? Because how 18, old is I'm Henry? I'm gonna say eighteen to nineteen years. Jeez, eighteen, nineteen years. <laughs> and that's what but, I'm saying. But give me, that's give me, a long but, time. but give me a second. Give me a second. Right. Um, Jack basically becomes captain as a teenager. Kind of, yeah, basically. None of the then, Black Pearl. Yeah. But he does become Captain I'm basically young. saying that Jack Sparrow is probably in his 50s. Because he's probably like 30. Uh, he probably got it. He probably got the pearl when he was like, you know, 20. You mm-hmm. know? And then... Wait, no, no, no. He had the pearl. The pearl sank. He made the deal with Davy Jones to bring the pearl back. Yeah. But then he we... had three years with it. Right? And then he had... And then he lost it to Barbosa. And then the second one happens. I think he had the ship for a total of 13 years, right? I don't know. I'm confused. But I think, I mean, he did that, he, clearly he did that deal when he was, when, as a as a young person, like as yeah. a young man. So, Wait, I'm going to go as far as to say. How he, long did he have it? I, I think mean, he had it for like 13 years. Because, okay, Barbosa had been raiding the seas for 10 years, is what they said in the first one. Right, mm-hmm. and the, I don't know. Whatever, I, we're getting too too deep into this <laughs> with the timeline. I don't think it really matters. Um, but yeah, I I definitely I, I'm very curious to keep watching the series because, like I said, I have been a defender. It's, with it's you always of it's the always been story. kind of weird with with the timeline. I will say because yeah. in the in there is a post credit scene where in the third one where you do see Henry Turner. With Elizabeth Swan, but I want to go as far as to say that, that again, they're probably teenagers. You yeah. know, uh, people back in the day used to get married very young. Yeah, that's true. It's, so I, I mean, guess it's, it's, it's how long it's, you're saying, it's plausible, saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um, you know, Elizabeth probably. I mean, Elizabeth, <laughs> she looks like she's thirty, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But she, in the film, she's probably like, um, she's probably like 38, 40. <laughs> yeah. like, they probably, they, they probably both are, but they're still not going to be you know, heavily aged like that. I mean, they're yeah. still going to look pretty good. I mean, I mean, with, with, um, Will, it doesn't really matter because he had the whole curse thing on him. So, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she looks, Elizabeth Swan, she's just like, Hey, I mean, that only aged like two years. <laughs> Found the youth. I got it. <laughs> so, oh I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe she was there. Yeah, yeah. And she took some of the fountain. She's yeah. like, I need to, I need to look younger for my man. <laughs> All right. But, uh, Hey, I mean, but I think, I think it's only been, uh, basically, I think it's probably only been like 18, 19 years. Yeah. Cause, um, what was it? Uh, Barbosa basically said to him, "It's been five years since Blackbeard 
So you can say, and Will and Elizabeth weren't even there in the fourth one. Yeah. So you can go as far as say, okay, well, they were just doing their thing, and Henry like was a kid still. We need to pull a flash and, like, kind of write out the timeline and we're try to probably gonna have out. another Pirates of the caribbean discussion at some point along the line yeah. <laughs> um probably because i'm pretty sure there's gonna be a sequel i'm pretty sure there's gonna be a sequel yeah. a lot of people are all confused there's gonna be a sequel or not and it people need to pay attention it says the final adventure begins so they're setting up for a, another trilogy which I'm not opposed to because they're bringing back Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan. I don't know. You could interpret that either way because you could say, like, I don't know. No, the, I mean, look, the for the third one, the third one was supposed to be the last one. And they kept saying this is the final one. This is the final one. And I'm just like, okay, got you. And then they said the final adventure begins. I'm like, okay. So multiples. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. So it was <laughs> – so that's what um, – I mean – we're we're gonna have like we need to have like a whole timeline of everything. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I need to draw it out because there's different things. You're right. It's just lines of dialogue is how they establish it. And I'm very confused about how old these people are. Uh, so it's like okay, Barbosa says it's been five years since this, and then and 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 then Davy Jones said that it, he made this deal for this long, but then Barbosa supposedly has had the ship for this long. So I don't know. It it you're right. It is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what else, any, what, is there anything specific from the fifth one that we want to talk about? Um, what did, did you, did you like the scenes that Will Turner was in? Um, I'm very interested. I mean, I, I like those scenes with Will Turner and with Henry Turner. I mean, I really mm-hmm. think it was, it was pretty great to have the rehashing of Will Turner returning back to the franchise. Yeah, I I mean, there wasn't much. Like, he wasn't really on... He didn't I have mean, much screen time. I mean, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I he probably it. only had, like, five minutes of screen time. But, I mean, in those five minutes, I was like, damn, man, I feel so good to have him back. Like, it was, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did like it. And I like the motivation that it provided for Henry. Because I did like Henry's storyline, for the most part. Um, I wish that they would have kind of, again, focused it a little bit more, focused the movie a little bit more on either that or the Salazar thing. But um, I did like that motivation of, like, I want to break all the curses because I want to free my dad. That makes sense to me. Um, So it did work. And seeing him did help us understand his motivations again. You know, because if it was just a spoken thing, like, oh, I my dad's been cursed. I want if we didn't see him, it wouldn't have been as effective. So I did. Love yeah, and it, it's kind of crazy because Will Turner was doing the same thing in the second and third one. He yeah, was trying to break the curse. Yeah. You know what just gets me annoyed with the second one though? What people wanted, like Will Turner wants to stab the heart of David Jones, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not established in the second one that if he kills it, because he just wants to kill it to just free his dad. Yeah, but it's nowhere mentioned where if he kills it, then he has to take over the. That he has to take over the the over the the basically the flying Dutchman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, hey man, I'm just gonna kill it. I can free my father. I'm just like, yeah, well, you would have you would have had to take over. So yeah. like, <laughs> and then in the third one, I'm just like, the, here's the thing that bothers me. But the, the the second one and third one, right? Okay, so someone has to take someone has to be captain of the flying Dutchman. Mm-hmm. But you have all these British men pointing their guns at the heart, and then you also have two cannons. Which I think is a bit overkill. That was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, damn. This one damn heart, one bullet is going to do the job. Yeah. So I'm just like, 
Okay, so do all of you guys have to be captain then? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. It would have been a very weird kind of logistical thing. Like, who killed it? Who actually killed it? Um, but, yeah. Well, I didn't do it. <laughs> um, I, I shot it last. <laughs> so, oh, I remember one thing I did want to talk about. This is actually something that I feel like they just keep adding to, and I don't think it works because it just it makes it more and more complicated every time they talk about it. The freaking compass. I swear they ch- they add to the lore every single movie for this compass, and it's like, dude, stop. <laughs> Let the compass be the freaking compass. Stop adding to it. And I really, it did. I finally got on my nerves in this last one. I'm like, what? He, he Number one, it, it it just it was added to the annoyance of Jack Sparrow's character in this one, because why would he give away the compass? But number two, like, other people have gotten the compass before. Like, I, it's just, I, I don't know. It just felt so, and I know he hasn't technically, quote-unquote, given it away, probably. But it's still, like, what? Like, he can't betray the compass? Like, what? okay, sure. I, it just feels like they keep adding and adding to the mytho- mytho- uh, geez, mythology of this compass. And it's just like, okay, we get it. It's a magical compass. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of annoyed that the compass was the thing that really sets Salazar yeah. on a on a on a vengeful quest. I'm just like, and that was a loose tie too. I was like, really? The compass? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just so random to me how the oh, compass was the was yeah. that one thing, and I'm just like, out of everything you could have come up with, out of everything. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean is a very mythology driven um, yeah. magical driven undead driven <laughs> franchise so why not do something else you know what I'm saying yeah um I mean that's kind of crazy I mean I don't know yeah uh, I mean I would have I would have gone as far as say I mean why don't you just have these I mean there's witches in the film so why don't you just have this person that owns the trident you know i don't know i don't know i mean this is kind of crazy i would have had like the trident have has something to do with with unleashing unleashing you or something or something yeah. but i mean not not the freaking compass i mean compass have been thrown around by different people okay. all over the damn place <laughs> I, that's what i'm saying he I'm, gave it to elizabeth <laughs> <laughs> okay there we go thank you i was like i know he's given it to somebody before he's like take it he's gonna show you what you want the most and then i'm just like I mean, I mean, I guess he. I mean, he let her borrow it. I mean, he's like, "Hey, man, you, you can borrow it." I mean, I guess there's keywords that he has to say. It's, it's just, <laughs> thank I you. I don't. I mean, that that thing. I know. I mean, that, like I said. I mean, as much as I love the franchise, there are some things I'm willing to admit. Okay, it's stupid and it annoys me. Like the compass thing, it does annoy me. I mean, it's a cool con. Even when, because at first you're like, "Oh, it's funny." He has a compass that doesn't work, right? And then they kind of add some mystery to it. It's like it does work for him in a sense. And then they do establish, okay, it points to what you want. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That makes sense. And that's why people want this compass. And then then, then they add to it. And I'm just like, okay. And then this one is like, what? Like, he can't give it away or else it'll unleash this person that he randomly beat a long time ago. Okay. I don't know. It was just, I don't know. It did, did not work. 
Um, so <laughs> keeps uh, Ozzy's getting used to his new bigger phone. <laughs> oh my boy, it's I'm not trying to drop this phone. I mean, at least it's carpet. At least it's carpet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, no. But anyways, um, yeah. I think the biggest problem with these ranges is that they add to so much, and I don't realize like what they're working with. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's the problem with directors. I mean, at least with Gore. Gore Verbinski. I mean, yeah, I was going to say that, but I mean, he, but I was like, I mean, even then he kind of screwed up too because yeah. it was with the heart thing. And yeah. I was just like, dude, I mean, you're going to have Will kill him. Like, you're going to have him kill him without him knowing that he was going to become captain. And it's just like, yeah. Well, damn. <laughs> then you add that in? Like, why didn't you mention that before? Uh huh. A lot of people wanted to kill David Jones, but um, that was, that bites the cake yeah. for, for me. I'm just like, Eh, All right. Know. Anything else, or do you want to move on to recommendations? Uh, let's move on to recommendations. Do you have anything? Because I'm I thinking don't. Right now. <laughs> we really should start. With, this is basically just a running bit at this point. Is us not being prepared for recommendations? We have a lot going on right now. <laughs> that that <laughs> is true. And we've had a lot going on for a while. So it's like it's not that we mean to yeah. not have recommendations, and it doesn't. It's not like All we right. mean to not be professional, but it's like at the same time it's like we got a lot going on right now i am so. i'm pulling out my letterbox right now to see what i've been watching recently <laughs> um, la la land that's so i random. recommend that you watch la la land because la la land is a great movie <laughs> you know it pays tribute to hollywood if you're a huge hollywood fan there you go a la la land Okay, you got Ryan Gosling for those of you people who love Ryan Gosling, six pack and, and biceps. You love his face. Got it. He's there. Boom. Get it. Um, but he's married. I think he's married. I think he's married and he has kids mm-hmm. with Eva Mendez. So she's not going to be happy. We're <laughs> trying to get at him. Anyways, um, for those of you guys, you know, who like Emma Stone, she's in it. Boom. Um, she's pretty, but she's pretty amazing. She is the best part of Lala, and she really is. Um, Carlos couldn't even take his eyes off her. That's wink, true. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I told... No, but she, she really does give a really amazing performance, and she actually won an Oscar for her, uh, an Oscar and a Golden Globe, Golden Globe, and I think she won uh, the Actors Guild Award as well for female performance. I mean, I could be wrong about that part. Um, um, who, Emma Stone? Yeah. Emma Stone won, like, all of the awards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, but the big one, I mean, the big one that people the noticed uh, is, is definitely the Oscar. And the Golden Globes, but um, the Golden Globes. No, totally yeah, for real. Um, but, yeah, I mean, she did win those two, those two, uh, those two big ones, so definitely check, check that movie out if you guys want to see her, an amazing performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually told my sister, because we were, like, I rewatched this, that movie, that's why Ozzy just mentioned it, because he saw that I rewatched it. <laughs> Uh, I rewatched this movie recently, and I told my sister, who's watching it with me, I'm like, honestly, that audition scene is the most impressive scene I've ever seen. The most impressive single scene I've ever seen from an actress ever. It is that good. Um, it really is something special, and it's a transcendent performance. And that scene specifically, it's just mind-blowingly good. Uh, there's just so much emotion in just that one scene, and just... I mean, it's on her the entire time. Brilliant. Um, but anyway, my recommendation is going to be um, a show that... Um, a little spoiler alert for our upcoming top ten list, whenever Enrique gets the time to get, get that done, um, is not on our upcoming top ten list, unfortunately, much to Ozzy and our chagrin. 
uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Can I just explain something to you guys real quick? When you see the video, I just want you to know that Carlos and I really did our best to have this on our top 10. Okay. I don't want you guys to scream at us, curse us out, and boycott Screamfellas because it's not on the list. Okay. We did everything we could. Our team. <clears throat> Bottom miles did not put it on their list. Are you, are you okay. saying that this is the reason Bob and Miles are gone? Did they get fired because they didn't put Fresh Prince on? The, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they almost did by me. I was like, oh, we didn't have a serious discussion about these guys right now. Okay, Fresh Prince Belair is not. A, the hell is wrong? We can't have this on the team. <laughs> Um, no, but basically everybody, including Enrique, who was now our new video production. He forgot. He says he forgot. I don't believe him. (laughs) I think this is his first lie. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Um, it's, it's one of the best sitcoms of all time. It's really is so good. And I was telling um, my brother, cause Enrique, he's watched and he he really likes the show, but he doesn't watch as much as I have, obviously. Um, so I was telling Enrique, I was like, you want to know the moment when everyone realized that Will Smith could act like he could act. And I was like, all right, we're going to watch this episode. And I was like, maybe it's for, by some miracle recorded. Cause my sister records them in like five at a time and they delete by themselves. And I'm telling you, it was recorded. The one episode I wanted to show Enrique was recorded and it's, um, Papa's got a brand new excuse. And it's <laughs> the one when... It's like the scene where Will Smith like breaks down and he's like crying to Uncle Phil and it's just like the best scene in the entire show and it's like super emotional <laughs> and I was like showed Rick I'm like this is when everyone realized that Will Smith wasn't just like the funny guy he could act you know uh so it's just it's such a good show a lot of it kind of in my opinion, it does the Full House thing better than Full House, where it's like, it's a funny show, but it gets those emotional moments. Like, that show can rip those emotional moments, and they can pull them off, man. Um, and it's actually super impressive. So, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is not on any streaming services. I don't know why, but, you know, do what you have to do. Find it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> do what you have to do. Um, and we need to message and tweet at every streaming service possible to get off their butts and get this thing on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. I don't care. Get it on the streaming service because it's ridiculous that it's not on anything. Um, you got anything else? No, man, that is it for me when it comes to recommendations. All right, man. You and my recommendation out? is not to get a dog like Carlos's dog. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you won't even be hearing this because I'll be able to take it out. But if you are hearing it, I apologize. My dog is insane. <laughs> All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. This is Screen Fellas.